What's up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. You won't see a team play worse than my team played yesterday. The New York Jets' performance yesterday was an embarrassment. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Larry Bird, the Hick from Salt Lick. Yeah, Hick from French Lick. Whatever. And Eric Fry. Every time you say Bielema, I think of Brad Bielema. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. there welcome in uh wow uh, welcome in uh, to a new month it's march can you believe it the ides of march it's march 1st it's unbelievable and we're marching right along but we're here march and march madness has already begun last night uh, well boy oh boy i'm surprised that i still have a, a voice i know there's some people out there that may not have a, a voice last night uh, that were in attendance there in Altsmop, but uh, we'll definitely uh, get to that uh, coming up here in a, a little bit. The events uh, that occurred uh, there last night in high school boys basketball. And uh, what's happening here? This is the starting lineup, of course. We're live in the 98.9 The Game, Jack FM uh, Studios. And uh, it's Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you as always until the noon hour here on ESPN Radio. And coming up, we'll be talking about those uh, local sports that happened uh, from last night. And we'll take a look at the uh, local schedule for this evening. And we'll also get to some seasons wrapping up. So uh, conferences uh, release the uh, uh, all-conference teams uh, that we had. I saw some uh, NTC girls and also have a CIC girls and a Lincoln Prairie uh, boys uh, conference uh, all conference teams were announced so we'll take a look at those and we'll also hit up on uh, some other uh, national sports of course the uh, NBA as you know Jokic does it again another triple double and we'll take a look at what happened in the NBA we'll take a look at the big news uh, from uh, the NHL one of the last puzzle pieces of the Blackhawks dynasty has been uh, traded away uh, finally and so we'll hit up on that and we'll hit up on some MLB basketball college basketball that is and uh, maybe even hit up a little bit on some instead of uh, football as they're uh, trying to ruin college football uh, mm-hmm. so uh, we'll hit up on uh, that and of course whatever I don't get to here in the uh, terrestrial show we get to into the uh, podcast in some sort of fashion yeah look forward in the podcast uh, we'll be talking uh, some Aaron Rodgers and uh, oh, how can I forget? live Oh, how could I forget? Talk live, Travis. It's been a little while since we mentioned live, so we got it. Uh, it has been live, been a while since we mentioned. Live. We've lived since live, yes. And uh, this one, I really want to talk about. I really gotcha. want to share. 
It's, gotcha. It, it's awesome. Oh, so funny that you bring up uh, Live. Uh, over the weekend, I was kind of perusing stuff to uh, watch because I didn't have a lot yeah. going on uh, this weekend, and I saw that documentary on Netflix, uh, Full Swing. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Is it? I'm only two episodes in, and the, the last one that I watched was uh, on Brooks Kepka. Uh, and at the end, they asked him about Live. So the next episode is going to be about Live, uh, his decision to go there, and also Ian Poulter and Dustin Johnson as well will be featured in the next episode that I'm on. So uh, really good uh, there uh, on golf. The first episode was about Jordan Spieth and yep. uh, Justin Thomas and their friendship. And also they've been highlighting Sky Scheffler as well. So uh, really great. And, well, we'll get into a live coming up in uh, the uh, pod. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, so we got a lot to get to here today. Uh, so uh, let's hit it up and let's get it started with what we always do. And let's hit it up with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And there's no better thing to uh, start with uh, today as uh, last night in Altamont, it was one uh, for uh, the ages as uh, people have uh, said that it was the uh, loudest they've ever heard uh, that uh, gymnasium, including a St. Anthony Totopolis championship game uh, there. So uh, it was uh, quite the experience uh, last night and Altamont comes away with the uh, comeback victory as uh, Casey had the lead by 20 points in the third quarter and all seem to be lost but then Altamana went on a comeback and they ended up coming all the way back and end up winning a 61 to a 59 holding on for the victory and uh, wow what a awesome game and what a high school game it was uh, last night as Altamana comes back from 20 points down to get the win over Casey in the sectional semifinals last night. Yeah, big win um, for Altamont. Come from behind, and if you look for a you know a signature victory mm-hmm. of this season, regardless this of gotta, what happens, yeah, this, this has got to be it. This is it. Yeah, and usually when you talk about a twenty point comeback, there's offense involved there. Mm-hmm. But it all starts on the defensive end. And in this game, this goes to show you that the MVP, the victory chain of this game, went to a guy that scored only two points. Yep. Eli Miller was the man as uh, he might as well be called Bradley Cooper today because a star was born last Uh. night. Because, my goodness, he came in and he was the Energizer Bunny and he was all over Hayden Parcel there and uh, he was guarding him and Logan Cornett also came in to uh, pick up Jackson Parcel and it just seemed like the flip just switched when Eli came into the game. Well, and when you think about championship teams, Travis, they always have that game where the unexpected guy shows up. Mm -hmm. I think back to the Warriors um, and Andre Iguodala Garden LeBron, and he won an MVP of the NBA Finals because of that. He didn't Mm -hmm. fill up the stat sheet. He just stopped LeBron, and that was his job, and he won an NBA Finals MVP because of it. Same thing here. You needed an MVP for the night. You needed someone to come up and show some defense and show some spark, and sometimes you never know where that's going to come from. 
Right, and particularly Altima, you never know what guy is going to do that. And it was Eli last night uh, for sure showing up a big time. And uh, Coach Niebuhr gave uh, Coach Cool credit in the uh, postgame for uh, putting him in there, for allowing them to be in there in the rotation uh, there as well. So he was the spark plug uh, that Altima needed. But uh, let's go through it as I did pull some highlights uh, from last night's game as there was plenty to uh, choose from. And uh, there was uh, plenty to uh, start off with with Casey as they came out of the gates firing on all cylinders. Sullivan, he'll fire a three-pointer. It's good for Connor Sullivan. And it's eight to six. Mid-range jumper is good. Right in Hammer's face for Hayden Parcel. And he's got four points. And Coach Niebuhr, he wants a timeout. It's 12 to 8, KZ. So at that point, it was a 12 to 8. And then later on, the elite started to swell up even more. At the top of the key, and it's going to be another turnover. They were trying to get it to Earhart. And it's picked up by Sullivan over in the corner for Richards. Another three. It's another three for Ryan Richards. His second in the quarter. And it's 22 to 9. 22 to 9, Casey had the lead and they led 22 to 10 after the uh, first quarter and uh, they would continue their hot shooting in uh, the uh, second quarter and uh, they would uh, carry that on and uh, it was uh, a 6-0 run to begin the uh, second quarter and uh, then uh, they uh, also continued their hot shooting from beyond the arc as well later on. Kokenauer for three, it's good. Kokenauer is good and his first three. 3115 KZ. So it was at that point, and then later on to close out the half, it was Dylan Elam for Altamont making a deep three to get the deficit back to 12 as it was a 12 point mm-hmm. lead after one. And well, they played even ball in the second quarter. So it was 33 to 21 at halftime. And just like the first two quarters, it was all KZ at the beginning of the third quarter. And they went on a, another massive run and they started to extend extend that lead and uh, then it got to uh, the uh, biggest lead of the night for Casey and uh, it was a 20 point lead. And Jackson Parsons wide open in the corner they find him it's good and a three pointer for Jackson Parcel and it makes it the largest lead of the night for Casey it's a 20 point lead of 43 to 23 and we will take a timeout. And so uh, uh, Jackson was uh, left uh, wide open in the corner as uh, they went over to uh, double the ball handler, and that left Jackson wide open in the uh, corner, and uh, Jackson made him pay for uh, that shot. So 20 points, it looked bleak, and then I think uh, on a previous possession, there was a turnover by Altamont. Hamer threw it to Robinson, and he wasn't even ready for the pass, wasn't mm-hmm. even looking for it, and it was just, I said, falling apart at the seams or Altamont and uh, down by 20. Obviously, uh, one of the biggest deficits that they faced all season. So yeah. uh, it looked bleak there for a minute. And Travis, it goes back to what we mentioned about uh, you know some of the other teams. I remember talking about yesterday about getting punched in the mouth for the first time. And how do you respond? Last night, Altima got punched in the mouth. They yeah, got punched they square in the jaw. Yeah, they did. And they stumbled, but they never went down, mm-hmm. and they came right back swinging. And you know that shows the heart and the grit of a true true good team right yeah grit for sure is a great word to describe it and then after the uh, timeout uh, that's when Altamana started to uh, mount their comeback the corner to Cornette Cornette will fire a three it's good three pointer Logan Cornette and that's his first three 43 26 
Harris almost fumbled in. Now to Robinson for three. It's good. Here comes Esteban as Coach Brandon wants a timeout. Back-to-back threes for Altamont by uh, Cornette and uh, Robinson. And now it's 43-29. to 29. And we'll take a timeout as well. And puts up the shot. No good. Rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to run. Over to Elam. Elam layup up and under. It's good for Dylan Elam. And uh, Altamont trails 43-31. Dribbling around, trying to cross over Sullivan. And he takes it, puts it up, and it's good. Another basket by Dylan Elam. Just muscled his way in there. It's 43-33, the deficit now down to 10. It was 20. And just like that, uh, Altamata was uh, back in it, and they would close out of the uh, third quarter, only uh, trailing uh, by uh, uh, seven points. It was 46-39 to uh, 39 at that point. And then uh, later on, it was Avery Yarhouse who hit a, a big three to tie it up. Yarhouse over to Hammer. Hammer back to Yarhouse. Yarhouse for the tie. Down! Three-pointer for Avery Yarhouse, and we're tied. Third three-pointer of the night, ties it up. And we're tied at 49. And then uh, later on, uh, it was uh, Mason Robinson hitting one of the uh, biggest shots of the game as he ended up uh, taking the lead there for Altamont, and that made it 51 to 49 at that point. And Robinson really, uh, to his credit, he uh, took it upon himself, and uh, he really uh, did uh, the comeback almost by himself uh, there offensively uh, with the driving inside, and he ended up with the 27 points, leading all well, leading Altamont uh, scorers uh, there. So uh, Altamont had the uh, narrow lead there, and on one of the last possessions for Casey, it was Yarhouse making threes, but also he came up big defensively. He dribbles around, parts on the knee, he is fouled. They are trying to hit Sullivan, and it was intercepted by Yarhouse. And Avery's going to go to the line to shoot two free throws with six seconds left. They kind of sold out on uh, Jackson as uh, they all kind of gathered around him. And then uh, Sullivan was open just for a second, just for a narrow window, and Yarhouse read the play. And uh, Coach Niebri also said that that was one of the last things that they practiced in practice yet just on a Monday Mm -hmm. and it shows up in a game and it just kind of has like, Oh, this is why we practice these things because you never know what will happen in a game. And sure enough, something that they just practiced, it was implemented into the game and the R house came up big with that steal there. It's the the same reason why you practice half court shots at the end of practice. Same reason why in football you practice trick plays for the end of games. Practice makes perfect. You Mm -hmm. never know when you know, I, I think um, <laughs> it's semi-pro, all right? Mm-hmm. And in that movie, they said, we're going to run this play until we throw up because in the middle of a game, you're not going to be able to think. And I don't want you to think. I just want you to run the play. Mm-hmm. Same thing. You practice it so it's ingrained in your head so you don't have to think like your house did. He knew what to do in that situation just instinctively. And it paid off. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so it, it was uh, 60 or, yeah, it was 60 to 58 at that point after uh, those uh, free throws. And then Altamont had a foul left to give, and uh, they were fouling Jackson Parcel just for a common foul to take him out of bounds for one more foul left to give. But the officials called it in the act of shooting as uh, a lot of uh, questionable uh, uh, calls uh, there 
particularly uh, that one, but uh, hey, you don't want anyone else at the line uh, for Casey, and uh, so uh, Parcel had an opportunity to win the game with three free throws. That's why I'm I, I'm not a big winning team fouling at the end of games. Right. I just I I just don't like it. I understand why, but me personally, I wouldn't have done that. I would have just let it play out. Your defense have been playing great. Just let it play out. Right. Uh, you still had one more uh, foul left to give, and you're not expecting a three-shot uh, foul to right. be called there. But uh, Jackson uh, stepped up uh, to the line, and uh, this is what happened. First free throw. No good! No good! And he's going to go still at the line for two shots, and Casey just failed by two. 2.5 left as the crowd gets loud. Free throw is good. So it's 60 to 59, 2.5 left. And for the tie, it's up. No good! Edward is dead. Elon Miller will get the rebound, and they'll get a foul with one second left. So Jackson Parcel missed two of the three uh, free throws there at the uh, very end, and uh, they only trailed uh, by a one point, and Elam would make one of two free throws, and then uh, the uh, final play, and uh, just like Eric said about why you practice uh, some uh, deep shots, this is what almost happened. For the three-point lead with a second left, Elam free throw off, no good, Jackson Parcel, he hits the, oh my goodness, it hits the rim, no good, and Altamont wins this game. Wow. Oh, my what goodness. On to the Sweet 16, our Altamont. What a game. Down by 20 points at one point in the second half, and they win 61-59 to as Jackson Parcel fired it from the floor, must have fallen to the floor, and he almost made it. He hit the backboard. My goodness, what a win and what a what a comeback win for Altamont. They're on to the sectional championship. Wow. On to the sectional championship for the first time in mm-hmm. school history as they've never won a sectional game up until last night. And uh, they'll await their opponent tonight as uh, lots to live up to there in the uh, sectional semifinals this evening with Tuscola and uh, St. Anthony. But uh, one for the ages last night. Now, obviously, being as how we broadcast Altamont, you know, we we are happy Altamont won. The Altamont community is happy they won. But, man, if Parcel would have made that three-quarter shot, Travis. Oh, my gosh. That would have been one of the greatest games in the state of Illinois. Yeah. Like, that still would have been epic. It would have been super epic. And, yes, everyone would have been deflated. But give it, you know, a good three or four days, everyone would have went, I can't believe I was there. Like, that was amazing. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but, yeah, congratulations to Altamont. Like you said, they await the winner of tonight. And uh, I, I said it on the show, that gym was going to be the difference maker. And I think if that is at a neutral site game, the crowd doesn't make noise. Like you said, when Elam checks in and gives that energy, there's not as much of it there if it's not in Altamont. The fact it was in yeah. Altamont helped the Altamont Indians last night. Definitely. Uh, what a raucous atmosphere to be a part of. And uh, so, well, and that was just the semifinal game, folks. As, uh, there's a one more game to be played in Altamont. So uh, no matter what, Altamont ending uh, there. Uh, 
season, they're at least playing one more game yes. in Altamonte Gymnasium. So I'm sure it'll be a loud, even louder on a Friday night. But uh, we'll wait to see who uh, takes on the Indians. It's either the Warriors from Tuscola or St. Anthony. And we'll get you set for that matchup coming up here in a little bit. And also we'll get you, take a look at some all-area conference teams coming up here on the starting lineup. We'll be right back to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. We need to figure out what we're going to talk about the next segment. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives and destroying all that a family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone, America's number one brakes destination. We have the pads, rotors, drums, shoes, and brake fluids to improve your stopping power. Right now, save 15% when you get any two Duralast rotors with a set of Duralast brake pads. Missing a tool? Ask about our free Loan-A-Tool program and borrow the tools you need to get the job done. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the MPD Group 2021. Deposit required for Loan-A-Tool. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. You're driving along and some nimrod cuts you off. You hit the horn. (laughs) Jeez, it sounds like a goose in distress. Time to head over to eBay Motors. They have horns for every make and model, not to mention horn pads, steering wheels, wiring, and more. 122 million parts. You can even go for an upgrade. (laughs) That looks like Mr. Cutoff Man needs a new seat cover. Try eBay Motors, pal. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. And now, this outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. 
almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget, well, Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't play him for the referee stuff. But he benefited from it. Benefited from it last night as well. That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. It's a Super Bowl. Let him play. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 at the uh, game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. And, of course, so we talked a uh, whole bunch there in that first segment about Altamont and uh, Casey's game last night. Uh, but there were other games that happened uh, last night. And, in particular, at the uh, 1A level, wanted to uh, mention uh, that uh, Decatur LSA's uh, season uh, came to a close last night and only their only loss of the season comes in the sectional semifinals as I believe it was a comeback for Lexington as I thought they were I saw they were down 16 or 18 points in that one and Lexington comes all the way back and beats Decatur LSA 64 to 56 so the ending Decatur LSA's run that they were on and they come up a little rung short of a state tournament appearance, but uh, LSA still a great season. They're like 30 and one uh, on the year. So yeah. And you know, it's so disappointing. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Your last, you know, your only loss of the season is your last. Mm -hmm. So, yep. But good run. Like you said, for LSA, just uh, not quite enough there in the end. Yep. And gets knocked out by uh, Lexington. Who knocked him out Once again, yeah, yep. back-to-back years. And also, it was an exciting one in the uh, Newton uh, sectional semifinal as Lawrenceville. They defeated uh, Greenville 73-64. to uh, 64. And uh, this one actually went to uh, overtime. And uh, Greenville missed a uh, three-pointer there at the uh, buzzer. Uh, but then uh, it was all Lawrenceville in the extra session as they come away uh, with the win. So uh, they advanced to the sectional championship there in Newton, and they win it over Greenville. So yeah, two over one again. Yep, congratulations to Lawrenceville there. Lawrenceville. Keeps it going. Going uh, going to the championship game. Home for a home of uh, Marty um, from uh, EIU. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. I always forget that. And uh, they'll await the winner of uh, tonight's matchup there in uh, Newton. And also in uh, Class uh, 3A in the Decatur MacArthur uh, sectional champion or sectional semifinal. It was Decatur MacArthur ending Muhammad's season 62-30-7. So Decatur MacArthur on to the uh, 3A sectional championship. Muhammad just did not show up. No. They, they forgot yeah. where the game was played. I guess so. They you know they, they upset Lincoln in the regional championship yeah. and then they used all their – all their magic on I that guess game. So, yeah, used and it all up. The Cater MacArthur had just enough, so oh yeah, uh, they uh, advance on into their own sectional championship. So uh, those were the other games that happened uh, last night, and uh, games that are happening uh, tonight. There in uh, the Altamont sectional semifinal, it's a uh, Tuscola scoring off against uh, St. Anthony, same time as last night, seven o'clock start. 
and that one should be an entertaining one as these two teams have yet to uh, match up with each other yet and uh, Tuscola actually ended uh, St. Anthony's season last year in the uh, semifinals as I think it was Jalen Quinn who made some uh, free throws there late in the game and ended up winning uh, the game so uh, maybe uh, St. Anthony out for a little bit of revenge mm-hmm. tonight there and uh, of course you know they want to make it an all NTC uh, final there in the sectional championship. Yep. And the other uh, sectional semifinal game uh, tonight uh, sees the topless wooden shoes a square off against Alton Marquette there in uh, Newton T Town twenty five and seven Alton Marquette only twenty one and uh, twelve. Of course, uh, Topless winning uh, the sectional championship last year, you know, and I'll bring it up if they advance, but uh, you know their past track record in a super sectional games, and all Marquette have won back-to-back regional championships, and uh, last year, who did they lose to? They lost to the Shoes in mm. the Flora sectional semifinals, 41-33, to uh, 33. so... Uh, they are searching of all Marquette are searching for their first sectional championship since 2017, and they'll try to advance to the championship over the shoes tonight. Will it be Topless against Lawrenceville, or will it be uh, Old Marquette against Lawrenceville? We'll find out there in Newton this evening. There. All right. Uh, so uh, the uh, all conference teams, uh, some of them were trickling out for both uh, boys and uh, girls as uh, we had to wait until all uh, seasons came to a close. So uh, Nioga's season came to a close on Monday. So uh, they released the uh, NTC all girls basketball team as it was Lucy Firaday and making it for uh, St. Anthony, the uh, senior, also Gracie Heckert from Cowdenherrick Beecher City. And and a, a couple or three juniors, Maya Ballard for North Clay, Grace Nelson for Altamont, Lexi Seaball for Brownstown, uh, St. Elmo, and uh, the MVP. Uh, and on the first team is uh, Sydney Richards for Neoga. So, congratulations. Very congratulations nice. Congratulations to all those that made yep. uh, the uh, first team. Also, selected to two of the uh, second team, uh, junior Ella Kinkler for Windsor Stu Straws, freshman uh, Nancy Ruhall for uh, St. Anthony, Haley Campbell, the junior for Neoga, a couple of players from uh, South Central, the senior Brooklyn Garrett, and Tegan Webster, the uh, junior, and uh, Laney Baldridge, the senior from Brownstown, uh, St. Elmo, making the uh, second team. Honorable mentions uh, for this year, Madison Wojcik, the senior, and Macy Rodman, the uh, sophomore for CHBC, Courtney Brummer, the senior for Dietrich, Bryn Richards, a sophomore, and Allison Sampson, a, a junior for Nioga, Allison uh, Shevsky for North Clay, Stacey Vonderheide, uh, the junior, and Anna Faber for uh, St. Anthony, uh, the senior, uh, Sam Hayes, the sophomore for Wednesday's Two Straws, and also a sophomore for Altamont, Skyly Klein making the honorable mention team for this year. And, of course, the uh, coach of the year was, once again, uh, Coach Romack for the Neoga Indians. Yep. So that was all conference team for the NTC. Well-deserved to have all of them. Absolutely. And I wanted to uh, mention a couple of uh, girls on the uh, 2023 CIC, a girls basketball all-conference team. As uh, first team selection, Jillian Bergner from uh, Central A&M, uh, Jada Taylor for St. T, and Ella Boyer for Tuscola, all unanimous uh, selections. Also, uh, Sydney Moss for Tuscola making the first team, uh, Maya w- uh, Wade for Shelbyville, Clara Dempsey for Clinton as a freshman making the first team and you see a lot of uh, underclassmen for 
uh, Clinton making the team. Uh, Finkin for uh, Clinton's only a sophomore. She made the second team. And uh, Harlow for, or no, uh, Humble for Clinton, only a junior making it as well. So uh, representation mm-hmm. uh, there for them on the first team and second team. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harley Woodward from uh, Tuscola also making the uh, honorable mention list for the uh, CIC there as well. And uh, also with the conclusion of Decatur LSA's uh, season, the uh, all-conference boys basketball team for the Lincoln Prairie uh, Conference was announced as well. Yeah, and uh, unanimous first team, uh, Hudson uh, Rupert from Ocala Valley, Sebastian Hill, the junior from LSA, oh, yeah. uh, Tyson Moore, the junior from Gordo as well as Wyatt Hillegoss, the senior from Arthur, and Gavin Hendricks from Cumberland, all unanimous first-team members. Uh, other first-team members include Lane Run from Villa Grove, the junior, and Jalen Flowers, the junior from Argenta. Uh, second team, uh, Connor Waterhouse, the senior from Saragordo, uh, Jamario Barbie, the sophomore from Argenta, Jameer Campbell, the senior from LSA, Trent Collins, the junior from LSA, Jackson Miller, the junior from Arcola, and Drew Williams, the senior from Heritage. Honorable mention, Connor Nettles, the junior from Arthur, as well as Brayden Phillips, the sophomore from Arcola, Gibson Dickens, the junior from Okaw Valley, and Trevor McGee, the senior from Cumberland. So there's your your boys Lincoln Prairie Conference team and um yeah, I think it's a good good team there. Good list and uh, good players on yep. the all conference team uh, there from around the area. So uh, that will do it uh, for uh, local sports uh, for here. And uh, coming up next here on the show, let's talk some basketball. Let's talk some uh, college basketball and uh, the NBA coming up here on the uh, starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Lake Sarah Marina, Malibu Boats, and Axis Boats proudly present the 2023 Lake Sarah Marina Boat Show. March 2nd through March 5th at the Village Square Mall in Effingham. See the newest of 11 boat lines and five motor lines on display, including fishing, skiing, and pleasure boats, all under one roof. Get ready for summer with a new Malibu or Axis Boat at the Lake Sarah Marina Boat Show. March 2nd through March 5th at the Village Square Mall in Effingham. Make memories. Go boating. Mom? Dad? I'm going to head out with some friends. Hold up. What about your math homework? Done. Science? Did it. I thought you had research to do for your presentation. Yeah, don't worry. I got this. It's all done. The laptop you got me changed everything. (laughs) Gotta go. That's Jennifer. Jennifer? Yeah, she's in my history class. (laughs) I love school. Need a computer-printer combo deal? Ask Martin at Worth Computer Repair about his laptop and printer combo deals. Call today, 618-292-1002. That's 618-292-1002. Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband. He lost weight. More important, cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend went, and she lost 20 pounds in the first two months. So does Mark Patrick hypnosis work? Oh yeah, it works. Nothing has changed my life more. Well, except maybe my husband. He's so proud of me. Makes me cry. Wow, that's touching. What are you waiting for? 
join Mark Patrick seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking gear. That's right, weight loss seminar Monday, March 20th at the Holiday Inn in Effingham at 5.30 p.m. Registration at 5 p.m. Stop smoking seminar at 8 p.m. with registration at 7.30 p.m. Sign up at markpatrickseminars.com. Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. Lowe's always has more ways for you to save. On top of our everyday low prices, pros can save big when buying in bulk. Or if your purchase is over $1,500, ask about our volume savings program. A pro associate can provide a customized quote. Ask about our volume savings programs today. It always pays to be a pro at Lowe's. While supplies last, minimum purchase required. Selection varies by location. Lowe's reserves the right to limit quantities. Volume discount pricing quotes are valid up to seven days. Visit your local pro desk to learn more and start saving. Offers subject to change may not be available in all Lowe's stores. And now... So, if you remember yesterday, yes, I picked the Bills to make it to the Super Bowl. So, it's the Bills and the Cowboys. And I said yesterday that the Bills are exercising all the demons. Mm-hmm. So, I got the Bills beating the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, exercising those mm. 90s demons. Wow. This is the only way the Bills will make it to the Super Bowl. Everything has to line up. The starting lineup. That's all you're going with there, so... I have the uh, Bills and Rams matching up in the Super Bowl. And, hey, it's a Super Bowl preview tonight. And uh, I have the Rams getting the win. And it's the Rams going a back-to-back Super Bowl champions. The Rams exercise the demons. They get revenge from the week one uh, loss to the Bills. And so the Bills are the Bills. Nothing changes. You take off the Scooby-Doo mask. They're still the Buffalo Bills. They can't get it done in a big game. Josh Allen, maybe the MVP of the league, but he can't get it done when it matters most. When the lights shine brightest, it's the Rams back-to-back championships. Such a homer. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues are on a six-game losing streak following a 5-3 loss to the Seattle Kraken at the Enterprise Center. Blues are now sixth place in the Central Division, and they host San Jose tomorrow night. The Cardinals earned a 5-3 win over the Washington Nationals in spring training yesterday. This had to make Travis happy. Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt both went yard in the victory. Matthew Libertor started the game, pitched two scoreless innings of work to pick up the win. Cardinals are 3-1 in exhibition play. They host the Astros tomorrow and get their first day off since spring training started today. The Bulls had their two-game winning streak snapped with a 104-98 loss to the Raptors at Scotiabank Arena. Kobe White hit a pair of free throws to put Chicago up one with under nine minutes left to play in regulation. But the Raptors went on a 12-2 run to take control of the contest. The Bulls remain 11th place in the Eastern Conference at 28-24. and Chicago visits Detroit tonight. In other team news, the Bulls wave guard Gordon Dragic yesterday. So Gordon Dragic is gone from the Bulls. Speaking of people who are gone, Patrick Kane, heir of the Blackhawks hockey, has come to an end. Chicago traded the legendary forward to the New York Rangers yesterday. In return, the Blackhawks received a conditional second-round pick and a fourth-round pick. The second-rounder will become a first-rounder if the Rangers make the Eastern Conference Final, but that pick would be in 2024 or 2025. The Blackhawks are also retaining 50% of Kane's salary, the 34-year-old, is in the final year of his eight-year deal. And then the Blackhawks didn't get on the board until the final 90 seconds of the game, and they lost 4-1 to the Coyotes. 
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. College arena. Oh, yes. <laughs> Arizona Mullet State. Arena. Yeah, Mullet Arena. <laughs> Not only do you lose to the Coyotes, you do it there. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, it was a bad day uh, for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks as they uh, sell off their last remaining piece yep. from the uh, dynasty that they had. Mm-hmm. And that's a big D word, I know, but it really it was. was. It was, and it was unexpected. Yeah, like it, and what is it with Chicago teams just shipping off everybody after they uh, have a, such a good young core? I look to your Blues to do the same thing, Travis. I mean, we you're didn't closer win. to a, a cup than the the Blackhawks. Well, I know, but we didn't win as many cups as they did. That's true. They had a better run, and they had a better run than the Cubs did uh, as well. They only got Cubs only got one championship out of it. So at least the Blackhawks got multiple cups. By the way, there uh, did you see? Um, and, and we can talk about this later. Uh, Quick was traded, mm-hmm. the goaltender, to the Blue Jackets. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the Blue Jackets are in last place. Yeah, they stink. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But hey, I want them to get better because the Blackhawks are only one point ahead of them. That's right. By the way, we are behind Arizona. Hmm. That's rough. Yeah, we have the same amount of wins, but they have 51 <laughs> points and we have 47. It's rough. And I'd say the last remaining piece was uh, Patrick Kane, but I guess uh, Taves is still there, but yeah, just uh, how much away from the team. With uh, If not for the illness, he probably would have been, oh, yeah, been traded as well. All right, uh, so uh, let's hit up on uh, some NBA basketball from uh, last night. Uh, like Eric mentioned, the Bulls lose to uh, Toronto Again. last night, uh, 104 to 98. Uh, the Wizards, they got it done against the Hawks, 119-116. to It was the uh, Bucks over the Nets, 118-104. to Giannis Antetokounmpo, 33 uh, points, including a uh, impressive dunk over a couple of Nets there. So Milwaukee, 15 straight wins now, and uh, they're playing uh, some good uh, ball right now. And Lakers, they fall to Ja Morant and the Grizzlies as Ja goes for a triple-double. 39 points, 10 boards, 10 assists. And Anthony Davis had 28 points, 19 rebounds, but wasn't enough to lead the Lakers to the win. It was the Kings over the Thunder, 123-117. Pacers over the Mavs, 124-122. What are we doing, Dallas? Luka, 39 points. And uh, still trying to work things out with uh, Kyrie uh, there with uh, getting on the same page with everybody. Got to figure it out soon, I guess. Uh, Spurs over the Jazz, 102-94. to You also had the Warriors, 123 uh, over the Blazers, uh, 105. Uh, you had the uh, T-Wolves, 108-101 to over the uh, Clippers. And uh, Nikola Jokic does it again, the Joker. As he gets a uh, triple double last night, a one thirty three to one twelve was uh, the uh, final score uh, there. As you know, that Jokic is getting uh, uh, just every day getting a triple double. As it wasn't even the top player performance over here on the side. As uh, Jokic had fourteen points, ten assists, eleven rebounds for the uh, big fella. And uh, what? How many does he have in his career now? It's a hundred. Sixth player now with a uh, hundred career triple doubles. So uh, the man is just on fire. And also, hey, go figure. The Nuggets win when he gets a triple double as well. I'm sure there's some uh, entertainment that you could have 
on uh, on that. And my goodness, just triple-double machine is uh, Jokic. And Stephen A. Smith and Kendrick Perkins were debating on uh, first take of whether uh, Jokic cares about the stats uh, or not. But uh, I'll let you look that up to see their discussion. Uh, going on uh, tonight in uh, the NBA, the Bulls are back in action against the Pistons. Uh, Cavs are up against the Celtics in Boston. That'll be on ESPN. Also, another game on ESPN is the Pelican Trailblazers. But you also got the 76ers Heat, Nets, and the Knicks battle for New York. Grizzlies, Rockets, Magic, Bucks, and Lakers, and the Thunder as well. And uh, then you have the uh, potential debut of one Kevin Durant against the Hornets tonight. And uh, so uh, we'll uh, be uh, looking forward to uh, that. And uh, making his debut in a, a Suns uniform this evening, Will KD tonight. So definitely keep an eye out on that Hornets game this evening to see that. All right, uh, some more basketball. We got a college basketball from last night at Kansas. They uh, squeak one out against Texas Tech. They only won by four, 67-63. It was number six, Marquette over Butler, 72-56. to uh, 56. It was a uh, rocky top on uh, top of Arkansas, 75-57. to uh, 57. 13, Virginia beat Clemson, 64-57. Boise State upsets number 18, San Diego State, 66-60. Texas A&M over Ole Miss, 69-61. And the Big Ten does it again as Iowa wins on the road. And it was in impressive fashion. It wasn't even close. 90-68 over the Hoosiers. So, uh, man, Iowa really can put up the points. Quite the opposite of the football field, eh? As uh, Iowa, 90 points. And, what, they scored over 100 in that overtime game and come back against Michigan State. But, uh, Hawkeyes taking down a number 15, Indiana. And so uh, now, I tell you, a log jam at the top or a log jam in the middle of the Big Ten as Iowa now 11-8, and Indiana now at 11-8 and as well. You got Maryland, Northwestern, Michigan all at 11-7. and Michigan and Illinois will be matching up tomorrow night. And you got Illinois, Michigan State, Rutgers all at 10-8 and uh, there. So, who knows? It's up for grabs because last night uh, Michigan State won their game against Nebraska, 82-67. Uh, it's up for grabs who's going to get the double bye in the uh, Big Ten tournament coming up here in not so near future or in the near future, I guess. Um, all right, so well, let's uh, take a look at what's happening tonight. Number 19, Xavier. is number 20, Providence. It's the Iron Bowl. Well, I don't think it means hardwood as it does the football field, but it's Auburn versus Alabama tonight. DePaul against number 14, uh, UConn, number 21, Maryland against Ohio State, uh, Vanderbilt against the number 23, Kentucky, number 25, Pittsburgh at Notre Dame, Oklahoma at number 11, Kansas State, number 9, uh, Texas at number 22, uh, TCU, Chicago State at number 10, Gonzaga. And also in the Big Ten uh, tonight, besides that Maryland-Ohio State game, Penn State matching up with Northwestern. And Northwestern, Wildcats, favored by four points in that one. All right, so uh, that does it for uh, basketball here on the uh, program. I think we covered everything. We covered local, we covered NBA, and we covered uh, college basketball. So uh, let's uh, close out the uh, show with uh, some Major League Baseball and hockey as well. Coming out to uh, close out the show here on the starting lineup. 
the starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. ABC News, I'm Dave Packer. Drug maker Eli Lilly and company announcing it's slashing insulin prices by 70% and limiting out-of-pocket costs for patients to $35 a month. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. And Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Dell Technologies President's Day event is here with deals to power all your passions. The savings start now on select, sleek, XPS laptops and more, powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for these limited-time President's Day deals. That's 877-ASK-DELL. 877-ASK-DELL. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Boise area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 101 South Capitol Boulevard, Suite 500, Boise, Idaho, 83702. Online at CordellCordell.com. And now, welcome in to the podcast exclusive of the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. As I let Todd Stapleton go, I certainly appreciate, <clears throat> excuse me, the starting lineup. Oh my gosh. Stop the recording. On 98.9 The Game. The Illini are on tomorrow night as they wrap up the home season. It's Michigan. Our friends from Michigan. Hunter Dickerson back in Champaign. So uh, looking forward to that uh, tomorrow night. So, uh, But uh, we'll talk more about that game uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, close things out talking about uh, some uh, baseball and uh, some hockey. And uh, in a spring training uh, yesterday, it was the uh, Twins uh, getting the win over the Braves, ten to seven. Rays uh, shut out the Yankees, twelve to nothing. Uh, Eric mentioned in his Sports Center hit that the Cardinals uh, beat the Nationals yesterday, uh, five to three. And uh, St. Louis has the uh, day off today in uh, Florida. Also had the uh, Phillies over the Blue Jays, seven to two. Uh, and uh, then the Blue Jays also beat the uh, Tigers in a split squad game, six mm-hmm. to four. Uh, the Astros beat the uh, Mets, eight to four. Uh, the Angels, eleven to five, over the uh, A's. 
Reds is 7-1 over the Dodgers. Rangers 6-4 over the Rockies. Royals 12-6 over the Guardians. Padres is 7-5 over the Giants. White Sox 4-1 over the Diamondbacks. Brewers take this one over the Cubbies. 6-3. Cubs now 1-4 in spring training. Yeah, we're looking good. <laughs> uh, the Mariners 9-8 over the Guardians. And Red Sox 7-2 over the uh, Marlins. And uh, what a strange uh, thing that I uh, saw that I, I didn't even realize yesterday. But uh, Pirates won a 7-4 over Baltimore That is strange uh, yesterday. the Pirates won. No, that's oh, not sorry. the... Uh, strangest thing about it was uh, they finished the uh, bottom of the ninth inning with nobody there, with uh, no umpires. They just continued to play. Huh. No umpire was behind home plate calling balls and strikes, or uh, they didn't even have the robot umpires to call balls and strikes either. Uh, umpires left the field after Baltimore grounded out to at to, at the top of the ninth inning with the Oilers trailing 7-4, to four, officially ending the spring training game. But the teams went ahead and played the bottom of the ninth after Pirates manager and a Baltimore skipper had a quick discussion. Uh, Baltimore wanted to get some work on the, on the mound for uh, their right-handed pitcher. Teams occasionally agree to shorten or lengthen spring training games depending on the needs. And uh, Hyde said the umpire crew was not on board with the plan and just left. And uh, so they wanted to get some work for the team, so they played a uh, half inning with no umpires. But it's to me, it's not an official. You know the way because I, I saw that headline too. The mm-hmm. game was over. Yeah, the game, in all intents and purposes, was over. So they yeah. did not play a half inning with no umpires. They played additionally afterwards, like practicing after a game. I guess so. Yeah. It's like shooting free throws after a basketball game. It's just right. practice. Yeah, that's all it was. It right. wasn't if an actual any, like, game run scored or anything. It still wouldn't account. It still wouldn't account because yeah. the, the team, you know, the bottom of the ninth was irrelevant at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I guess we could start doing that during regular season games too, when the home team wins. Just play the bottom of the ninth for no reason. I guess so. Sandlot yeah. rules. Call your own balls and strikes. Exactly. That's what the the catcher ended up doing there. <laughs> so, that was man. a ball. <laughs> wait, wait, what? wait. No, that was right down the middle. That was a strike <laughs> two feet outside so, in the next batter's box. Just uh, odd that uh, very much so. It will be players playing without any umpires it's spring out there. Training. That's what you yeah, expect. I know. But Oddities happen. Yeah, it does, and it was very odd yesterday. Uh, let's see. Uh, are the uh, Cubs in action uh, today? Uh, yes. The White Sox are. They're uh, in uh, against Seattle. Yep. So. Um, there you go. Taking L's left and right. Mm, yeah. Maybe. We'll see what happens. All right. Uh, let's uh, take a quick look at the uh, NHL from uh, last night as we already talked about the big news for Chicago. Uh, Kane uh, getting shipped off to uh, New York with the Rangers. Uh, Senators beat the uh, Red Wings 6-1. Uh, to one. Panthers over the uh, Lightning 4-1. Uh, to one. Blue Jackets over the uh, Sabres. Five to a three, and Eric Robertson hat trick for Columbus. Nice there last night. Uh, the Wild won in a shootout over uh, the Islanders two to one. Penguins three to one over the uh, Predators as uh, Crosby scored a goal last night. Uh, the Kraken five to three over the uh, Blues. Mm. 
Kings 6 to 5 over the Jets in a shootout. I already mentioned the Coyotes over the Blackhawks 4 to 1. Bruins win again in OT over the Flames 4 to 3 and 54 saves for Yilmark last night for Boston now 47 uh, 8 and 5 on the year. Uh, Canadians 3 to 1 over the uh, Sharks last night. Games happening this evening. I don't know if Kane will suit up, but uh, the Rangers are in Philadelphia. Take on the Flyers. Also, we got a matchup against uh, Austin Matthews versus Connor McDavid with the uh, Maple Leafs and the Oilers. We also got uh, Coyotes, uh, Stars, Devils, Avalanche, Capitals, Ducks, and Hurricanes, and uh, Golden Knights. Doubleheader on TNT tonight is the Rangers, Flyers, and the Hurricanes and Knights there this evening so i like it if you're bored on a on a wednesday go, go, to and, uh, go oh, check it sorry. out well yes go <laughs> go to altamont i see a lot of people were in the uh, building uh yep. last night uh, from neutral parties and uh, different schools and different coaches and whatnot uh yep. checking us out i saw some uh tuscola fans as well last night no I, I was thinking about this travis and i know you said you know all in tc and everything like that and i'm sure altamont would love another crack at st anthony however st anthony wants another crack at altamont I beat him twice. Crack at Na- yes however i think altamont would probably rather face tuscola because they beat them to end the regular season who did tuscola beat altamont yeah yeah they had like 15 threes in the game yeah I think I think Altamont wants another go that that was a fluke. Yeah. So it'll Possibly. be interesting. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, definitely. Either way, it'll be a dramatic Friday night for sure. Definitely will, and uh, we'll see if the uh, the game tonight is a uh, lot to live up to yes. after uh, last night's uh, performance uh, there by uh, uh, Casey yes. and Altamont. Yeah. So absolutely. So we'll be back tomorrow to recap it. Yeah, and uh, coming up on the pod, we'll talk. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk some live golf. Uh, got some sports center things to finish up. And Travis, did you talk about Iowa basketball? I did say that the Big Ten did it again. And the technical, though? I didn't see the technical. Okay, though. we'll talk about a technical foul uh, for one of the Iowa players that is absolutely absurd. But I'll, I'll <laughs> okay. talk about that coming up in in the pod. All right. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I saw it on uh, social media. I saw it on social media, and it totally baffled me as to why he got a t so mm-hmm. but it's iowa so i would expect them to do something silly so right, i was gonna say when you said technical foul i automatically assumed it was mccaffrey it was not it up so it was not i'll have to find but, the name of the player but uh all right we'll, we'll talk about that more in yeah the, we'll talk about it in the pod and uh a little bit more with rogers and live golf coming up next here is uh fitz and harry or who's ever filling in for uh fitz and harry i heard uh fitz uh, right before we came on. So uh, tune in to see who's uh, filling in or if Fitz is going to be uh, working some long hours. So uh, tune in there and catch us in the pod. You're listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. <laughs> Well, 
Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still hanging out with you. Coming up, we uh, still got more stuff to uh, clean up from the show. We got Aaron Rodgers uh, talk, and we got Live Golf. We also uh, got the uh, Iowa technical mm -hmm. that Eric wanted to uh, hit up on and whatever they get to, whatever else we can get to here in the We'll pod. be talking about a dog. A dog? A dog. Snoop Dogg? Nope, not Snoop Dogg, an actual dog. Dog the bounty hunter? Nope, an actual dog. Snoopy? No. It was a dog at a basketball game, and he did something. Air Bud? It was not Air Bud, but he did something that a lot of people are saying is very, very funny. Oh. I'll tell you more about it. I'll tell you more about it. Full of the teasers, aren't I? <laughs> All right, so uh, let's clean up that okay. sports center. Well, Travis, the Colts may not be having Jeff Saturday return, but one Colts legend is returning for another season on the sidelines, and that's Reggie Wayne. He announced on Twitter that he is returning as the team's wide receiver coach. So there you go. He is staying on with the Colts. Wide receiver coach. All right, Reggie I mean, if Wayne. If you can't get Marvin Harrison, I mean, Reggie Wayne's probably like the second or third best wide receiver in Colts history, right? Hmm. Yeah, I mean him and Marvin Harrison are right there. Right, right. I was, I, I would say Marvin's number one. I, I put Wayne too. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. At least during our era. Our era for yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't know any um, other history before that. Kevin Durant's making his highly anticipated return to the court. The superstar forward will make his debut for the Suns tonight against the Hornets in Charlotte. So be on the mm -hmm. lookout for that. Yep, KD in Charlotte tonight. We'll be on a minutes restriction though. So. Make note of oh, that. Boo. Vanessa Bryant's walking away with nearly $29 million after settling her remaining claims with Los Angeles County. They were over the photos that members of law enforcement shared after the 2020 helicopter crash that killed her husband, Kobe Bryant, their daughter, Gianna, and several others. In a statement Tuesday, Bryant's lawyers said it, quote, marks the successful culmination of Mrs. Bryant's courageous battle to hold accountability those who engage in this grotesque conduct. So mm -hmm. there you go. Um, the Buccaneers are playing to part ways with one of the main offensive contributors to their Super Bowl 55 title. The ESPN is reporting that Tampa Bay is planning to release running back Leonard Fournette before the start of the new league year on March 15th. Fournette asked for his release and said there's no blood, blood, bad blood between him and the team, according to the Tampa Bay Times. Hmm. The Eagles are making their new offensive and defensive coordinators official. Philadelphia announced on Tuesday that Brian Johnson will take over on offense, while Sean Desai will man the defense. Johnson was promoted spending last season as the team's quarterback coach. Desai was on Pete Carroll's Seattle staff as an assistant head coach last year after the Eagles lost both their coordinators. The Seahawks, speaking to them, might be looking at a quarterback with the fifth overall pick in April's NFL draft. Both general, general, general manager John Schneider and head coach Pete Carroll have said the team is exploring options with the pick they acquired from the Denver Broncos in the Russell Wilson trade. Seattle is still in talks with Geno Smith to bring the quarterback back next season after Smith comes off a pro ball year. The Titans' new general manager is committing to his veteran quarterback as Ron Carruth spoke at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis on Tuesday and fully backed Ryan Tannehill. He said, quote, he's been a diligent worker, been in the building every day, rehabbing and getting his work in, end quote. GM went on to say he's excited to move forward with Tannehill and has a ton of respect for him. So cross Ryan Tannehill, Travis, and the Titans off of teams that need upgraded at quarterback list from yesterday. Hmm. They seem to be very happy. 
Happy. That. Happy and content. All right. The NFL is announcing its Hall of Fame game matchup as it'll be the Browns scoring off against the Jets in Canton for the league's first preseason game. Cleveland hasn't played in the honorary game since 1999, while New York is making its first appearance in over two decades. The Browns were selected to participate after Joe Thomas was inducted to the Hall of Fame, while Joe Klecko and Darrell Revis are being enshrined on Gang Green's side. The teams will kick off from Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium Thursday, August 3rd. That's right, August 3rd, Travis. We are five months away from the first preseason game. Wow. Feels like we just got here. Yeah. All right. Let's do let's do the funny dog story. Fans at the Louisville Virginia Tech game got a surprise Tuesday when a dog defecated on the court during <laughs> halftime. The frisbee catching dog was providing halftime entertainment when he had a sudden urge to relieve himself on the hardwood at the KFC Yum Center, bringing howls and applause from the basketball fans. Louisville went on to lose the game 71 to 54, and some have interpreted the dog's behavior as a commentary on Louis- Louisville's abysmal 4 and 26 record. Mm-hmm. Yep. That dog showing Louisville what he thinks of uh, their play this season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not very happy. <laughs> Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers says he'll make a decision about his playing career, quote, soon enough, end quote. Rodgers just spent time in darkness retreat in Oregon, made his first interview appearance on the Aubrey Marcus podcast since emerging from the darkness. Rodgers says he's not looking for somebody to tell him what the answer is, as all the answers are right inside him. He said he's taking time to make a decision because it's important to him, and if anyone thinks he's being a diva, then they should just tune him out. Uh, Just tune well, him out, Travis. Fly, well, it's kind of hard when people keep talking about you and no. keep bringing it up. <laughs> and what are you doing uh, uh, talking to this uh, podcast? You're supposed to be just talking to Pat McAfee here on uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. I know. But. Apparently not. Apparently not. Nope. So. so. And finally, everyone's favorite topic returns. Live golf, Travis. Now, earlier on the show, you said that you were looking for something to watch this weekend. Mm-hmm. And you said you found Netflix and you were watching that golf documentary. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought you were going to say you were looking for something to watch this weekend. And you remembered it was the debut of Live Golf on CW. Oh, no. This weekend was the debut, and it was not good, as the broadcast averaged just over 288,000 viewers. Oh, gosh. For comparison, last weekend's PGA Tour event, which was not a major. No. Average just under 2 million viewers. Wow. Despite the numbers, the CEO of CW's parent company said that he was pleased with Liv's debut. Please. What else is he going to say? Yeah. Wow. I can't believe 288,000 people watched. Right. I guess someone watched. That's like a .28 yeah. rating. Not good. That's not good. <laughs> not good. Good job, Liv. This oh, is what happened on the CW. <laughs> right, exactly. I have I have cable and I don't get the CW. So. <laughs> See, and that's the problem. That's the problem. Is that it's not even. It's not a real network. Offered, Let's be honest. Offered for everybody. The CW lost wrestling. When you lose wrestling off your network, you're not right. really a major network anymore. Right, exactly. Just saying. Yeah. So yeah. you talked about live, then that's. Uh, this is fine. I'm talking if we talk about live in a negative light. Yes, they're failing. Yeah. So So I'm okay with that. There you go. Um <laughs> I think that's uh Oh man. The Eagles are defending their QB push tactic as the NFL set to revise that um as well. So 
Well, yeah, uh, Peter King also uh, called it out for the NFL to take a look at it to yeah. possibly um, kind of, nah, I don't want to say outlaw it, but kind of make it illegal, I yes. guess. Yes, yes. Uh, but then uh, someone on the Eagles, I think it was Darius Slay, who clapped back at him and said, oh, when uh, Jalen Hurts does it, it's illegal, but when uh, Tom Brady did it for years, no one said anything. <sighs> it's true. USC beat Notre Dame that year with uh, uh, Matt Liner and Reggie Bush and those guys with uh, yeah. the push. But that was not allowed in college football. So hmm. I think that the NFL is are relaxed their uh, rules. rules on that. They need to get tougher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, this was one thing that I didn't uh, realize on uh, the college basketball front because, you know, Duke isn't ranked, right. so uh, you don't really hear about him too much. But uh, John Shire uh, finished undefeated at home, first head coach in the ACC to go undefeated at home in his first full season. Well, they could have played every game at home. I know. 15, Would have been awesome. 15-0. and 0. And uh, they uh, are at North Carolina on Saturday. Before the ACC tournament starts, ACC tournament. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tournaments, don't forget cheer on the Illini girls. That's right. Didn't it starts kick it off this weekend. No, oh, this weekend. I think the first round games may be going on tonight, but mm. we have to wait for Illinois. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's all I got minus Iowa. Uh yeah, so uh, I I mentioned it in the college basketball talk about it about Iowa, yeah, winning, but I didn't see I didn't see this part of the the game that you wanted to talk about. Yeah, one Iowa player, and uh, I I mean I had it pulled up. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna attempt it. I'm not gonna attempt it. So he makes Peyton a three. Sanford. Sure, we'll go with Sanford. Um, makes a three. And then he gets teed up after the fact for blowing a kiss to the Indiana sidelines. I mean, it wasn't like it was to the fans. Yeah, it was to the fans. It was to the it wasn't to section. anyone. Yeah, it was just a general little thing, and it wasn't like a big like double handed like up in the air big old smooch. It was just this little little yeah. thing, and he gets teed up for it. Right. That's, now I also saw that Coach Woodson for Indiana did get weak. teed up in this game as well. So I don't know if the refs were just like, after Coach Woodson got teed up, if they were like, no, like anything that we deceive, you know, any little thing. But you should not get teed up for that. No, that's not. That's weak sauce. Yeah, that's, you know, that is absolutely nothing to get a technical for. Yeah, like that is that is messing with the student section, which we have seen everywhere. I mean, yeah, they've. Probably did worse. Yeah, oh, definitely. And Indiana would do worse. And not gotten teed up. That. But so. again, I wonder if it's because I saw Coach Woodson got teed up, and I saw one of the Iowa players was, like, mocking going tee him up, and it may have been the same kid. So I don't know if there was just some beef going on, and they were like, we're just going to stop this. I didn't watch the full game, obviously, because it's Iowa and Indiana. really didn't care. But – um, well, yeah, I mean, he made the three, and it was 87-62 and 62 at that point with uh, a minute 30 left almost. So, Yeah, so 
Some officials are cracking down a point of emphasis of uh, not allowing stuff like this directed towards the team to instigate uh, something more. But this wasn't even directed at anybody. In particular, no. We are obvious, uh, any of the players, that is. So uh, we obviously saw it there at Indiana with uh, Coleman Hawkins Mm -hmm. getting teed up uh, there with a weak technical. And, yeah, this one's pretty weak, How funny both those games at Indiana. I know. Hmm. Yeah. That's uh, Both pretty those weak. For, vis- for visiting teams. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Pretty, pretty weak. How you know his girlfriend wasn't sitting over there? Yeah, pulling him a kiss. That's right. <laughs> you don't know that. Mm. Yeah. So, I just thought it was a little ridiculous. Oh yeah, like, it definitely. It, is. It, it's it's one of the worst tees I've seen besides Coach Radels uh, earlier this year. Yeah. As Coach Radels said. That kid didn't even earn it. Let him go earn his tea. <laughs> right. You know. But. A couple one-finger salutes or, you know, something like that. Yes, tee him up. Ooh, yeah. But blowing a kiss with one hand. Right. To the entire side the of crowd. the arena. <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't like he was pointing to one the fan bench, in the front yeah. row and going right to you. It's, yeah. No. Come on. Let him play. Hmm. Man, so Indiana, you're weak. Weak, yeah, you're officiating crew. Weak. So is the team. You lost to Iowa. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's the uh, Big Ten. Flip a coin every game. You never know who's gonna win. Flip a coin. Exactly. You never know what you're gonna get. I may have more fun filling out my Big Ten tournament like, bracket than the big bracket. It's more unpredictable, I think, than the March Madness bracket could be. Mm-hmm. Man. Also, it's hey, with that nuts. being said, March get ready. The starting lineup bracket challenge is coming back to ESPN. We will Ooh. have a link on our website for people to join. Yes. Very get good. ready for that. You can play against myself and Travis and some other people here at the office. If we can get them involved as well as maybe some other broadcasters as well. Definitely very good. Yes. Yes. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We're working on that. Very good. All right. So it is March 1st. It is March 1st. And uh, so... Uh, March Madness is almost upon us, and so uh, we'll be uh, getting geared up for uh, the uh, big dance here in a couple weeks. All right, uh, so uh, we are out of here for today, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow, of course, to recap that Tuscola St. Anthony game uh, for uh, this evening, and we'll take a look at other sports as well. All right, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. And peace out.